This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, November 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Ag issues at stake as America finishes voting. DOL acts to freeze and slow H-2A wages. Lawmakers back U.S. dairy in trade fight. House Ag Chair's future among many election questions. Election Day is here, which means the voting that has been going on for weeks around the country finally comes to an end. We'll be watching the outcome of not just the presidential race, but also a number of House and Senate races that are important to agriculture, including House Ag Chairman Colin Peterson's re-election race in western Minnesota. One major analyst, Larry Sabato, Yesterday, moved Peterson's race from toss-up to lean Republican, meaning Sabato now thinks Peterson's GOP challenger has the edge. Other rating services see this race still a toss-up. The issue in play in the presidential race includes regulatory and trade policy. President Donald Trump is promising more deregulation in a second term and wants to press his trade war with China. Joe Biden is promising to end the tariffs on China and is certain to halt Trump's rollback of regulations. Now keep in mind, regardless of the election outcome, farm and food groups will need to find new allies in Washington, according to one senior ag lobbyist. No matter what happens, those of us in the food and ag community are going to have to make some new friends because there will definitely be a lot of new faces. That Michael Torrey of Torrey and Associates speaking to AgriPulse. Torrey says his fingers are crossed for Peterson to win his district, but Torrey thinks a Biden administration might also have room for Peterson if he loses. Trump looks to freeze, then slow H-2A wages. The Labor Department has finalized a plan to freeze the wages of most H-2A workers for two years. Starting in 2023, wages would start to rise, but likely at much lower rates than they have been increasing. The final rule announced yesterday keeps the minimum H-2A wage rates at the 2020 level for 2021 and 2022, and then ties the rates to a broad national indicator of labor costs. H-2A rates have long been set according to a survey of farm worker wages USDA conducts annually. Zippy Duvall, president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, praised the department for maintaining existing H-2A wage rates for the next two years. He said that action provides stability during the uncertainty created by the pandemic and trade imbalances. Lawmakers call for more protection of U.S. cheese. More than one quarter of the U.S. House is calling on the Trump administration to prioritize the fight against the European Union over its campaign to restrict the usage of some cheese, wine, and other names. Without decisive action to build further upon the progress made to date on intellectual property measures, the European Union will continue to raise unfair trade barriers and seek to establish harmful GI policies in negotiations with our trading partners. 111 Democratic and Republican lawmakers say this in a letter sent to U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue. It is, therefore, 
critical that USTR and USDA advance a consistent trade policy that prioritizes securing specific market access assurances for products that use common food terms, traditional terms, or names of legitimate plant and grape varietals in all trade-related discussions, they say. U.S.-U.K. agree to continue trade talks after the election. U.S. and British negotiators have wrapped up their fifth round of trade talks, and an agreement has been reached to resume the sometimes contentious talks after the election. That according to a statement released yesterday by the U.K. government. Following the significant progress made in talks today, both sides are confident that we are on track for a comprehensive agreement which would provide a significant and mutual benefit to our economies, the British government said. We believe we are in a good position to move forward after the U.S. election. Dems give USMCA issues a failing grade. Democrats on the House Ways and Means Committee are giving the Trump administration a failing grade on enforcing some aspects of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, including a Canadian pledge to import more U.S. dairy. The advancements Democrats secured will only be effective if the United States carries out the deal's provisions fully as the agreement demands, said Representative Richard Neal, chairman of the committee, at a statement accompanying a new assessment. The Trump administration's lackadaisical approach to implementing and enforcing the USMCA is an affront to American workers, threat to the health of our hemisphere's environment, and a disservice to the U.S. economy. Brazil's soy planting hits record pace. Brazilian farmers planted about 2.47 million acres of soybeans last week, pushing the country into a record-breaking pace. That, according to a new analysis by Agral, an agriculture consulting firm in southern Brazil. Planting faltered last week in the southern state of Parana due to irregular rains, but farmers in the Midwest were sowing their fields at an extremely quick pace as the country makes up for earlier days. Brazil's Midwest, including the big ag states of Mato Grosso, Goiás, and Mato Grosso do Sul, now 42% planted, whereas the region was just 23% planted a week ago. With the advance registered in the second half of October, there is almost no delay compared to last year and the five-year average, Agaral said yesterday. USDA advancing new corn trade. USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service has opened a 60-day comment period on a Pioneer Hybrid International petition seeking deregulation of a corn variety genetically engineered to be resistant to corn rootworm and tolerant of glufenosate herbicides. Western corn rootworm is estimated to cost more than $1 billion in damages annually in the U.S. and Europe. That, according to a paper this year, from pioneer parent Corteva AgriScience. WCR have demonstrated a remarkable ability to adapt to many of the existing management practices and have developed resistance not only to soil and aerially applied insecticides, but also to some proteins derived from BT that are expressed in genetically modified corn, the paper said. Here's today's He Said It. 
There were things that he would say that, while true, he certainly said them in a way that created controversy. He would offer that he was doing it in a way to try to entertain and get the attention of those that agreed and disagreed with his views. That ag lobbyist Mike Torrey on his former Kansas State University professor, Barry Flinchbob, who died yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, November 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Chap Alley.